Alright, so let's uh let's start as we always do by recapping. Not much happened last session, but we may as well recap it. So you guys were getting close to Penright and then approached the dam of crashed uh, western ships. And you were ambushed by bandits. You fought valiantly, but the bandits were taking the ship with through sheer numbers. Um you know, it seemed like there were at least, you know, 30 to 40 bandits attacking your crew of 15. Um, as the battle, uh, 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 the battle came to a close when a Suther Navy blew up and smashed through the dam of broken ships and uh, 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 assailed your ship and slaughtered anyone who resisted and imprisoned anyone who didn't, including the crew and yourselves. Uh... Horbin, Pierre's dear friend who he was teaching how to read, was brutally, uh, or, uh, pretty brutally slaughtered, silenced in front of Pierre um, after resisting while being brought down in the brig. And you've now been split between two cells next to each other, which is in party notes. And Junia has not necessarily befriended a guard, but uh, uh, has has sort of made an ally with a guard whose name you actually haven't really you haven't figured out yet if you look and recap you'll it'll spoil it it's not i already read the recap so nothing. i don't know his name it's not not a crazy spoiler or anything uh, uh the guard got pierre's bag and junior's bags and so pierre began to perform surgery and the guard later came back and informed them that even if if uh, they are telling the truth and that they are part of the crew, which he believes, his superiors have apparently received orders to execute all of you. Um, and so they're setting sail for Blyson for a public execution. And so any minute when the dam is fully cleared, uh, the ship is going to begin sending sail southward. And should arrive at Penrite within the next few hours. You guys cannot... The time of day, when you were brought down here, it was around... We're just going to say around 5.30. Beyond that, you cannot see the sun down here, or the moon. You will probably pretty quickly begin to lose track of the specific time of day. Mm, so yeah, sense. right now it's around five thirty. You're all actually kind of hungry for some dinner because you did not eat supper before the battle. You're and not you people. Lots of energy. We have well, I mean, the, the two healthy people are feeling have have an appetite. The rest, I think, your your body's not focused on hunger right now and is focused on remaining functional. Yes. Oh, and also, yeah, uh, I, I believe Junior received. Some some major injuries and Rook and Tariq, uh, fuck me, Rook and Tariq, <laughs> Rook and Tariq particularly took some critical injuries. Tariq having a bad limp in his right leg right now, and Rook, one being unconscious, but responsive, um, and not and having both arms be crippled with deep wounds into his muscles and bones from arrows. It's just a scuffed entrance for Ben. Just he can't do anything. <laughs> Alright, so, you guys are down here in the brig. It's dark, it's damp. Um, you can hear the, you know, you know the, the wood creaking, and 
the uh, water of the Donnemark flowing outside. And you can't really tell if the ship's moving right now or if it's stationary or what the situation is. It feels like it's certainly turning and moving around a little bit, um, but you can't really get a good uh, a good feel um, for like like what what the ship is is doing or how fast it's moving. The conditions down here are not great. There, it, it's dirty. There's blood all over the floor of both of your cells. Um, and well, particularly Pierre's cell, Junia's and Graham's and the boys' cell. There's not as much blood. Um, you see like rats scurrying around and mice. And there's just there's dirt and grime and mystery substances stuck to the walls. You don't even know, like like what they are. Okay, 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 okay. Um, continue, continue. I can I do something, GM? Yes. Can I roll Stoic philosophy to gauge my uh, following actions to like either how to cope with being in here or to get out of here? Yeah, roll. Uh... Roll stoicism, baby. Yeah, I love I love saying that. I love being able to say that. Roll stoicism. <laughs> Ten out of eleven. Success of one. You are analyzing your you're you're trying to calm down and analyze whether or not your reaction to the situation is accurate and appropriate to reality. Appro- yeah, appropriate to the reality of the situation. I mean, you come to the conclusion that yes. You are, in fact, as you put it last session, jumbo fucked. But, um, panicking or anything or making any rash decisions is not going to get you out of this. And that you have, a, you have at least a significant amount of time before you are supposed to be taken off the ship and executed. So you have, uh, I mean estimated i mean at least you know around a week maybe give or take a few days before getting to blyson depending how quickly the ship moves you have days to heal and rest and concoct some sort of solution and you have been in many binds before and you're reflecting on you are surrounded by people by several people who have proven themselves to be very capable and very resilient resilient and that you're not alone and you particularly think back to Honored, in which you watched Graham essentially lead a, a, a peasant revolt. Um, and you, and you, trying to remember the specific fact, I believe you personally had a, a, a um, role <laughs> in organizing said peasant revolts, and how you all participated in the battle, and were able to successfully uh, organize and execute a coup. If you could do that, as well as solve the problems in Poi and recover your missing equipment and survive an attack by a literal mystical monster from the Gallant Range, and that and more, um, surely somehow you and you know, I mean, as much as 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 you and your party bicker, you all have in ways besides maybe this mystery man proving yourselves to be extremely capable people that can work well together as a team and so if you all um work together you can very likely brainstorm and execute some sort of plan to save your lives and continue the quest pierre's gonna pierre's gonna sit down 
um, <laughs> in the cell, cross uh, uh, cross-legged, and he's going to ponder on what the the plan shall be. So yeah, you're sitting there and you're pondering. You're all just sitting in silence, just thinking, processing what's been going on. Several minutes pass. For for some of you, you know, for Pierre, it feels like it's just been like 15 minutes. Um, for Tariq, it feels like it's been you know, 30 minutes to an hour. You know, Judy and Graham. You know, it, it, it feels like a varying amount of time depending on how much pain your character is in, and how you know if they're sitting down deep in thought. So you're not really, none of you are really sure on how much time has really passed, um, and. Pierre and Tariq, you're startled when Roke shakes awake, and he 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 shakes awake and calls out the name Kadri, and um, starts like gasping for breath as he he coughs and some blood comes out of his mouth as he coughs. Uh, Roke, you're at one HP now. Bad dream. Unfortunately, you still remain in this cell. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Um, I'm going, is that, uh, Jack, Jack, uh-huh. is that pink cloth that we used that I was biting at? Is that laying around somewhere? Yeah. Like, like covered in Yeah, the two pieces stuff? of it. I, I'm going to pick it up and just kind of put it in my pocket. Bad dream? Yeah. I get those too. It's been happening quite often for the past few months. OMG, same. Slay. Excellent role play, Tariq. Plus 400 points. <laughs> Well, we have all the time in the world, Roke. I, I Pierre comes and kind of sits. He not not, not really sits. He kind of kneels next to you, kind of uh, making sure you're okay health-wise. Maybe checking on bandages, and then he asks, "Who's Kadri?" Kadri was an old acquaintance of mine. I used to travel with him before we departed ways. Is he safe? Still far from here, I hope. Most likely, I would say he is far away from here. So. Roke, tell us about you. Um, maybe we'll trade information for information. I'm not sure if you know much about us. Um, I don't know how much you, Tariq, have talked. All I really know about you guys is that you're following the prophecy of Awakened. Mm, aren't you? Uh, I, Roke, I hate to break it to you, it's gone for us, but I think that you're part of this too now. Don't want to be a part of this. Are you guys even sure you're a part of this? Are you really sure? The gods have said so. We've been asking. I've, I've been asking that question for a long time. And it's not really a matter of whether or not I'm sure. It's it's a collective agreeance that either outside entities think that, you know, we're the prophecy or that people around us have. And that's enough. I've seen you before, Roke. Many a time. Me, see me in a dream, perhaps? Yes, actually. How did you know? <laughs> Scott Pilgrim-esque. Let me tell you a little story about me. Very, not very long ago, actually. There was a woman, quite beautiful, very, fairly young, approached me, said the same thing to me. She'd seen me in a dream, that I would go on an adventure with her. Awaken the God Emperor, but I, I did not get very far. We broke, we parted ways. You're going to no longer believe that I am part of anyone's dream, anyone's prophecy. 
were you part of a false prophecy? Were you trying to... I'm trying to interpret what you were saying. Mm. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Are, are you saying that you were part of the... Before? Are, are you saying this in character? Sorry. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, <laughs> perhaps, but I do not believe I was. I don't know if it was false or not, but actually, it probably was false because we parted ways quite some time did, ago. Did you get to meet a Westerling? Westerling, yes, I did. There was one of our party. His name was John, if I remember correctly. John? His name was not John. His name way. is John. I don't. I actually. I know there was one, but I never had a name for him. <laughs> what, what's a name that I can add? John is a very fake Westerling name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was definitely just doing black face. What is it? What's the name I could use? His name is Onim. He's on, his name. Yes, we had a Westerling in our party. His name was Onim. Very nice gentleman. I haven't. I haven't seen another Westerling in a really long time. I've seen very few of them myself. It hurts me to see that my people, these Suther people, these Suther soldiers, are treating people in that way, in such a terrible way. It's okay not to be proud of your own countrymen. You do not choose where you come from, but you can choose whether you respect their values. Sorry, can I just get, I want to get clarification. How long is this river in, in length? It's, it's way too long to like fake swim, right? Oh, wait, Is like a doggy width? paddle? In can width? I doggy yeah. paddle this thing? Uh, width. From, from, well, I guess since it we're varies. in a boat, we're in a boat, so the radius, or not the radius, yeah, the radius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get you're asking. <clears throat> it varies. At most... Many, many, many yards. Hundreds and hundreds. Oh, yeah. So multiple at, football. At, wow. At, at the thinnest points, probably 100 yard in radius. So uh, close to the Amazon River, just in size, uh, in terms of. Water. Yeah, I don't really know how rivers work, but. Um, but this one's a big one. I feel uncomfortable making it, like, huge, <laughs> huge, but. Well, if if um, you say this is the river of as much commerce as it's no, yeah. been provided, I, I, would... I remember in uh, at its thinnest point, okay, a hundred yards in radius is the length of a football field in radius, meaning it is two football fields wide. Yeah, it's still pretty wide for river. So, like, like, um, like I would need to swim a football field's length. Yeah, another option could be. I, I don't think I can do much in my current condition, but if I could get propped up against the door and you start talking with the guard, I could maybe pocket keys off of them. I, I've pocketed things <laughs> off people before. This might be a possibility. Pity I'm not great with my tongue. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm, not, I'm not great at talking and uh, distracting people uh, in that manner. Roke, do you have any no. surprising skills that may... Yeah, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Aid us in this... <laughs> My friend, I am an expert tonguesman. I can <laughs> caress anyone to give me anything. Fucking Astarian. Like <laughs> <laughs> I remember that line for the bedroom, man. <laughs> tonguesman? <laughs> My lady, I am an expert tonguesman. <laughs> I can caress and like, oh. <laughs> well, you've sold me, I don't know if this chills in a good way or a bad way. <laughs> I'm fully convinced. Okay, so yeah, hours pass. Pierre's observing. Tariq eventually stumble like 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 um uh, uh stumbles into unconsciousness. Oh great! 
Nunia eventually goes to sleep. Graham has been very quiet and uh, uncharacteristically, of course. And um, after a, lo- a-, a-, a while of just sitting silently and thinking and uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, hours of brooding. Uh, eventually, he uh, he is the last one to fall asleep before Pierre also. Well, uh, before Pierre and, and Rogue also at some point. Falls asleep. Uh, do I have to roll? Do I have to roll, Jack? Actually, yeah, roll. So roll for nightmares. Yeah. Uh, no, I have insomnia. Oh! Insomnia and nightmares. Oh, God. Womp womp. Well, they actually I... go well because if he can't sleep, he can't have nightmares. Yeah. You know, I'm actually right. kind of down with having another party member with nightmares just so we both can be do fucked you... up in the morning. Okay, so how do I do it? I do you know what? This will, this will be the beginning of an episode. So... Roke is actually the last one to fall asleep. Pierre, would you trust him enough to be willing to fall asleep before him? No. That's what I'm thinking. So you and Roke are are, are uh, you you see that Roke is not sleeping as he as he sits against the wall, even in all this pain. Everyone else on the ship has fallen asleep. You you hear the occasional cough and like groan of pain as you hear like various bandits and members of the crew dying down here in the brig. Like you literally hear the wails of dying men in the distance, and you know lots of coughs, and you hear like people vomiting in their buckets and pissing and um you, you hear like uh, like a fight break out um as just like hear two people you know yelling one has a very very thick northern accent the other is is uh, likely from the west as they're yelling and you hear like stumbling like throwing around and, and like a cell three like three cells down the two of you are sitting here not in the silence of the ship but in with the sounds of the ship surrounding you but you're both sitting in silence next to each other in the darkness as or uh yeah, as as the torches are uh, that that are, uh, the the uh, torches and candles and lanterns that are keeping the place lit up have all been put out by the guards, and so you are sitting in, um, actually complete darkness down here in the brig. The only source of light coming from the stairway that is uh, so far down that it, none of the light reaches your cell. So you guys are sitting in complete darkness here in the brig. Can I light a candle? I yeah. have one. Uh, I'll light a candle, and I'll move closer to Roke, and I'll take out the writings of Madhari. Ooh, forgot about that. Do you, do you want to, like, talk to Roke to preface reading it out loud to him, or are you just going to pull out the book and just start yeah, going? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have an interest. I'll say, thank you for providing some light. What is that you're reading? Ah, um, I honestly can't remember where I picked this up. Um, <laughs> I think... The Grand Master of the Clerical Order gave it to you. Uh, do you know... I- I'm sure you're familiar with clerics uh, uh, of the sort. Have you met a cleric before? Uh, Roke, roll IQ for me. You, When you see the cover of the book, the cover of the book is uh, 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 like black with... Uh, uh, it's like black leather with uh, uh, the purple-green symbol of Utara Car on the front. And then on the back, there's nothing. The symbol being uh, a tower with an eye, like a like a purple tower with a green and purple eye in the tower, and you know that this this is a very you you know that you've seen this book before, and you remember you, you've heard of it before, and you and you and you know that like it's important or something or very famous, and 
obviously it has something to do with the god emperor but you don't remember it like beyond anything beyond that uh i picked this up from uh the headmaster cleric he had gave it to me as a gift um and i've been reading it ever since I'm just starting a new section now, as a matter of fact. Um, it's, a, it's a small section of chapters about the uh, the Westerlands. Um, I saved it towards the end because, well, I uh, it's one of the shorter ones. I wanna I wanna save it for uh, close to the last. <clears throat> I'm having trouble sleeping. Maybe would you be okay with reading just a couple passages? Oh, of course, of course. Pierre closes the book after reading us a few excerpts and, and looks over to you, Roke. Tell me, Tariq spoke about you before, quite often. What do you know about the Astarian Green Jay? I know nothing about the Astarian Green Jay. I do remember that captain of my bandit crew did have one. I think he boasted about it. He's boasted about it being from Asterian. What was it, Asteria? From the east. From the east. He said it was very rare. No why that bird stuck around him so much. Um, yeah, actually, I, uh, I've read about it before. I was, uh, a while ago, Tariq said they had seen it in a, in a dream. They, they'd never seen it before, but if they saw it in a dream, I explain to them what they possibly could have seen is it starry and green jay so even from that moment Treek was having a dream about you the encounter with the the bandits in some sort of divine providence you made your way to our doorstep you believe in these dreams your friend has i think it's no matter of coincidence that a man who has never seen or heard of a green jay before, seeing one in a dream, and not more than a month later, encounters the man she has been seeing alongside a green jay. Take your word for it. You, uh, you close, you close the book, and you close the candle, and you both try to get some sleep, but you're, you're. Pierre, you're still troubled by the burden of trying to lead the prophecy out of this situation. By far, maybe not by far, but clearly the, uh, uh, the rockiest situation you found yourself in, the lowest point the prophecy has hit. And then Roke. Just so much going on in conflict with your past as well. Um, you, are very, you are very much struggling to fall asleep as well. Tariq... Throughout the night, you are haunted of visions of, uh, you, you, you can't, you're just in this endless cycle of being on the boat and fighting and falling off and sinking and not knowing how to, how to crawl out of the water. And as you, just as you gasp for your last breath, you constantly reawake on, on the ship, soaked from head to toe with sword in hand and you and you stand up and every time you're just slightly more tired and this cycle repeats dozens of times in which you're fighting for your life and you're eventually like you're kicked off you're stabbed and then thrown off your your face is like slashed with the sword and then you and then you trip over the railing but you always find yourself fought towards the edge of the boat and then fall off into the water unable to swim sinking and 
just as your just as your your vision begins to close you suddenly get uh, and, and you're you're gasping and your lungs are filling with water you're they're suddenly filling with air as you open your eyes and you're soaked from head to toe on the top of the sh- uh, on, on the on the deck of the ship and re-entering battle and there's a constant mm-hmm. torrent of combat and drowning and falling and 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 you know tense stressful uh, uh, combat throughout the night and you awake you do not feel refreshed you've been tormented no throughout the night um oh <laughs> roll h yeah for you okay so everyone roll hd if you're missing any any injury roll hd to uh, regain health to wreak your hd minus one yeah because that's what nurse does right but it's fail. I don't know if that is what Nightmares yeah, does, but uh, when you crit fail Nightmares, you have a minus one to every roll for the next day. Uh-huh. You sh- on a usual fail with Nightmares, is it every roll? Oh my god! Yeah, that's what a crit fail does. You're all you're all dealing with you're all dealing with with emotional mental turmoil as we're, uh, right now, uh, and some like half of you, more than half of you, are dealing with extreme physical turmoil turmoil as well. It's going great. Um, never been better. Hooray! Welcome to the welcome to the welcome to the party, Rook. Junia and Graham, you both awake first. You, Junia, you awake, and Graham's already uh, been awake for you. You have no idea how long. The other three seem to be still asleep. You don't hear any movement in their cell. Morning, Graham. You see that the torches down here have already been lit, and there's already guards in front of the cells walking around. Many there's like three down you? here right now. How long have you been up? I don't know, an hour or so. Feeling a little better at least, but... Did the guy come back? I'm one that, like... No, I've not, I've not seen him. Oh, let's hope he wasn't executed for just coming to see us at all. He gives you a stern look after you say that. So, uh, how, how, is there any other cells than ours? Like that we can see. Yes, there's many that you can see. You can see the one next to you. Uh, is there anyone alive in there? You see a literal skeleton, and a a uh, <laughs> and you see a man who died holding his own intestines. Oh, you know that's... he's he slumped he slumped against the wall with his intestines in his hands. Um. So, Pierre, you got any idea what we're going to do? I was, the guy hasn't come, came back. Tariq and Roke, you, uh, you also awake by now. You, you <laughs> awake with the... With the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, the sound of them talking has, has woken both, uh, both of you up. Honestly, Junior, I'm thinking about praying a little later today. Pierre, <laughs> did I just hear you say that you were going to pray? The day I pray is gonna be the day I die. Then again, I may... Lad, there may not be anything else for us to do other than pray. Just to let the time pass. I I mean, I certainly like to pray. I didn't realize that was your thing, Pierre. (laughs) It's not. You hear one of... You hear a, a, a man call out to one of the guards as he walks past their cells. He calls out, Hey, when are we gonna get any food down here? And the guard just ignores him and continues passing. Oh, thank God we ever and, and 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 the man starts banging on the cell. He's like, hey, we're starving down here. At least give us some food. Uh, and you, you hear this is one of the men from the crew. And the guard stops and turns and walks back and goes, you want something to eat? 
All right. Oh, no. And you hear him. You hear him begin to unbuckle his pants. No, oh, no. As he throws his pants down and begins to piss. And, and the man, the the crewman, looks down in confusion. He's like, "What? What are you? What are you?" And the man begins to piss onto the crewman, who jumps away. But as his legs are, uh, um, you see, like uh, he has like a his legs are uh, are uh, his legs are torn. His leggings are torn from just various cuts and scratches, and one. Uh, gash from the battle um, as his legs are, are like quickly soaked in piss before he jumps back and the guard be- uh, 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 just continues to piss on the ground like in, in his cell like on the bar is like cackling there's the George R. Martin that's quite disgusting here and Trick's saying this quietly but uh, Pierre Droke do we want to try for the keys today I mean don't look at me I- I'm not playing too much part in this plan I look at how Rook. well are you feeling my friend do you want to? Are you feeling up to it? I'm a little better than yesterday. Alright, let's give it a shot. <laughs> okay. Are you going to explain it? Nope, I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> Are you two ready? Yeah. Alright, I'm going to call out to the guard. I'm going to press my face against the cell and call out to the guard. Hey, pisser, you got some to share for us three? Where our our mouths are wide open. Come here. Fuck off, Ben. You're just going to be weirded out and just leave. Oh, my God. I don't know how to respond to that. As you say this, his stream comes to a stop as it slowly, uh, slowly comes to a dribble. So and he he ass. shakes the he shakes his worm to get the the last uh, uh, dribbles out before closing his pants up and approaching. <laughs> he he begins to storm over and he goes, <laughs> "You think you're a funny guy, eh?" And he walks up to the cell and goes, "You want me to unlock that and kick?" Uh, uh, yeah, I could feed you if you'd like me to uh, to come inside. I like how he changed his answer <laughs> midway. <laughs> He's like, "I cannot come in there and unlock it." Um, it's just. <laughs> and you see him he, he like he he reaches down and slightly unsheathes his sword and smiles at you my you friend i'm that? not actually that hungry after all i think i think all this ship has made my head all doozy and all over the place i sorry for what i said my friend i i have a question to ask you if that's okay he squints his eyes and and he talks car and he's like what my friend have you ever heard of a man by the name of Rode. No. He, he shakes his head, confused, wondering if he's getting fucked with. He is still, he is not very close to the cell. Oh, fuck. He is not within reach. He's like standing around a yard away from the cell. Like from the, from the, from the gate. Well, you see, before I left my nice village in the south to become a ruthless, bloody, angry bandit, my friend, my my friend Rode, he gave me this this cloth. It's very very high quality. Come come feel it. Come feel the cloth. Roll fast talk minus one. <laughs> come on come on come on come on. Big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies. Oh yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's on fourteen. Okay. Um, gee, enough. For he walks. He he takes a step forward. And reaches out with his left hand and begins to feel the fabric. Is this actually a really good fabric? Yes. It is? Okay, cool. I, 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 I com- what, do you want me to roll something where for this, that? where this piece okay. of fabric comes from, by the way. It was a piece of clothing of a former acquaintance that was intended for it to be comforting. They say it's like silk. Silk is really nice. Yes. Okay, cool. To touch. 
Yeah, so he reaches out and feels it, and he, he looks down and he goes, uh, uh, okay. So yeah, he, he's feeling it. Tariq, roll a contest to pickpocket him. You're rolling yeah, pickpocket roll plus five. He is distracted. A, rolling for a 15 right now. And he's rolling and perception. Success by five or more. Your, <laughs> your hand reaches slightly. You're, you're leaning against the cell just like uh, um, trying to be as inconspicuous as possible. You're holding your breath. Wait, you, excessive fi- No! No! <laughs> Right, you're, you're holding your breath and reaching out, being as inconspicuous as possible, reaching for the... You, you see the key jangling on his belt. You heard them jingle as he as he had taken his pants off and thrown them to the ground. Um, and uh, your, your hand, you're slowly moving your hand through uh, 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 the cell to get to the key, but you realize you fit, you fit, you fitted, um, you would fit your hand through uh, um, like uh, a square that didn't give you enough reach to get there. You're like just like a tenth of an inch away from being able to even touch the keys. So you have to take your hand out of out of that slot quickly and slowly s insert it into the next one and sort of scoot yourself over a little bit while uh, while while Roke is talking to him and um, you know showing him the fabric and and telling him about the man road um, <laughs> and just continuing on with this story. And you reach out for the keys and. You, you 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 see it's a little um yeah it's just there's just it's not even like a key ring it's just a single key hanging on uh his um on his belt and you reach out and grab the key and slowly unhook it from his belt and quickly pull your hand back and tuck it into like into your sleeve uh that was too long of a narration i really didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> i thought susie failed at first <laughs> and you go back to resting Roke. My friend, would you like he to grasps, keep this? He, he, he grasps oh. the, uh... Oh, you're going to offer it to him to yeah, keep Yeah, I was going to offer it to him. So that way he didn't like, get suspicious. Yeah, okay, I say it. I was Sorry. Gonna, My friend, would you like to keep this fine piece of fabric? I'm willing to part ways with it, since I will not be alive much longer after this. He looks at you, and he smiles and winks. He goes, ah, wise man. And he, he, he rips it away from your hands pretty roughly. And, they take, and, he, and he looks down, and he turns... And walks away, and you see he he um uh he actually well, he he slowly backs up. Man, I wish I had my gym cam on now. He slowly backs up and, and and looks at you like sort of warily, and then down at the scarf and back up at you and down at the like the the the, uh, the pink fabric, and uh, walks away. And you see he he tucks it into his belt where the key was. Oh, and he tucks it like like into like into his um. Uh, like like waistband, um, and and it kind of like hangs off. Don't notice. Don't notice. Don't notice. No. And he continues to walk away as as uh the the fabric literally hangs off of like like over where the key was, and he's he 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 stuffs it in exactly there and then walks away. He goes, "Thank <laughs> you kindly," and he walks away laughing. There. <laughs> uh. Tariq is like very silent, solemn, and pretending that he was unable to get the key, and then pulls it out from Bob's ear. Behind I have a magic trick! <laughs> Look at <Yeah>, real! <laughs> okay, my plan worked. <laughs> Roke, that was marvelous work. Thank you, my friend. I hand the key to Pierre. That was incredible. Pierre pockets the key. I, I, I enjoyed getting to watch that. You're a, you're a man of your word. 
quite literally. I used to hang out lots at the bars back in my hometown. I chatted up quite a bit with the other, other drinkers there. Good thing I didn't grow up in the South, that you probably would have robbed me. I was not always a robber, but could have happened. What were you before a robber? I was just simply a man. Trained with my uncle become an expert swordsman. Grew up in my nice village, then moved on. You hear a voice come from the cell next to uh, Pierre and Rokin Tariq's cell. You hear the voice uh, 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 of the young man uh, uh, that's in the cell next to you. You, you hear him whisper, you like, 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 a psst, like, hey, hey. Me? Uh, just towards your, like, the, the direction of the cell. What is it, lad? You got a key, didn't you? We've been listening. I, fuck his ass. I, fuck his ass. I look to the eyes of Roke and Tariq to identify, uh, like, uh, if we're, if we're, if we're, like, nodding or shaking our heads to this. Uh, Tariq shakes his head. I also shake my head. <clears throat> no. No key. I'm just trying to chat him up. Hopefully he'll let us out at some point. Hey, right. better than getting right. pissed on. <laughs> or, sure, you, sure you didn't. Listen, whatever whatever you have planned, whatever whatever you're doing, we, we want in. We're willing to help. I'm sure that key works in our door as well. All the guards are carrying one key. My friend, we have no key. My other friend here, his arm got stuck in the cell door and he couldn't quite reach far enough before he walked away. Dads, if we did have a key, we wouldn't help the... Are these bandits, by the way? Yes. We wouldn't help scum like you. Good luck getting out. He, he doesn't respond after that. Have you seen them move any dead bodies? Or they're all left in, left to rot in cells, as far as I've seen. You've not seen them move any mm. bodies? Except for Horbins. The only one they threw out was Horbins. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, you said that the, they threw Horbin out through his slit? Yes. Oh, where's I that? Where's that slit? In the wall, like uh, towards the end of the hall. It's in the middle of the hall. Oh, Close like like on the ground or in the wall? Like in the wall. Oh shit! You open up a hatch. It's kind of like a dog door. You oh guys, that's can, our fucking out. That's that's literally a hatch that leads Holy to the water. Swim. Doesn't matter. We our our chances are far fucking much better. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. My friends, I think it would be unwise to leave the ship without any of our any of our weapons no it's it's better to leave without weapons than be murdered is what i say and what you need on this one. ship without my rapier well you can go grab it yourself then what i would offer to search would he leave without his weapon uh graham you can always buy another albert yeah i i mean i would <sighs> I would rather slip out with a guaranteed chance of success than go try to get my helper back. If I was in better health, I would offer to take a look around and see what I could sneak with, but I, I just don't think I can do it. And there are things that are very dear to me that I don't have right now, but I don't know what I can do. It's not so simple as that. Shall I tell you a tale? Perhaps. No. 
something yes. to pass the time while we wait for the light to dim down. Please do. This is one my father used to tell me when I was younger. Something that I didn't quite understand until I was a little bit older. But he used to tell me this story. It was like this. Ages ago. Our YouTube is being a bitch. Shut up! <laughs> you, you can unmute it. I don't care that much. <laughs> um, ages ago, just a few hours before sunrise, there's this lone soldier amongst the bodies and blood of her fallen comrades. Just standing motionless, covered in gashes and blood, her armor torn and broken. Her blank eyes stared into the dirt below her, her hand loosely holding the handle of her rapier. This day broke. It was reasonable that the approaching enemy lines had no fear. It was just one soldier. As told in the tale, she had fought until dawn, and not a single enemy could take her life. As day broke, she once again stood motionless as the sun bathed the fields along amongst the corpses of thousands of men, blood running down her forehead into her eyes, death just looming over her shoulder. She stood quiet and calm. Her knees began to buckle, and her vision became black. She fell to the dirt. She struggled to get up. She raised her gaze and wiped the blood from her eyes to see a towering set of red doors above her. Voices screaming and calling, their chants inviting and warm. She man began to smile weakly, hearing the voices of her comrades and her friends, inviting her to come rest with them, for she had done well. She pulled herself to her knees and looked down at the rapier in her hand. Her life had not been meaningless. She had fought to protect the one she loved It could finally rest at the end of her battle. She raised her gaze to the sun, rising on the horizon, and a tear began to fall from her eye. In the distance... She saw another, even bigger line of enemy troops approaching slowly, larger than the last. She looked down at her blade once more. She raised it to her lips and closed her eyes, whispering into its help. She whispered its name. Fjall Raven, I have fought so hard. I have watched my friends and comrades fall dead next to me. Their lifeless bodies and pale eyes haunt me. I no longer have the will or strength to protect the children, fathers and mothers that are depending on me. Please give me your strength one last time. She grasped the handle tightly. She felt the surge of purpose flow through her. She brought herself to her feet for one final battle. You see, my father used to tell me this story. And he used to show me the rapier that he owned. He told me, this is your rapier one day. This would be yours. And it was passed down by generation to generation from father to son, mother to daughter. It will be yours one day. One day you will wield it, and one day you will serve a greater purpose to the world. And one day I woke up, was next to me at my bed, and my father never returned. That rapier means life to me. It means everything to me because it's the only thing I have left. So if you will not come with me, I will either stay here and get it myself or 
So I'm thinking now. I may go with you. Come back later. See if I can come get it. But I will not go further without that. All I know is I will leave you wherever you're I've been told by something far higher that you're meant to be on this journey with me. And I I will not let you do what you need alone. Um Pierre takes off a ring that's on his hand. Um, and kind of projects it in his hand. Uh, this belongs to a friend of ours. She's a very nice person. Um, unfortunately, she's no longer with us. I'd feel the exact same way if this was missing. And I knew it was on this ship. Pierre puts the ring back on. We'll come back for it. I promise. I'm kind of just... Uh, wrote kind of just moves back to the wall and kind of just leans against it. It's kind of silent. Good fucking roleplay. So you finish the story. You guys are talking. And you're and you're you're sitting as time is passing. And the soldier from before returns. Oh no. Okay, so he approaches the cell. Um trying to look nonchalant as he as he he stands nearby the cell uh and yeah, so he walks up and he walks up to Junior's cell and he sort of he stands nearby and he he stands with his back to the wall like in between both cells um and you see he has uh he is uh uh like a like a porcelain cup in his hand with steaming liquid coming from it and he's sipping at it trying to look nonchalant as he talks looking away from you guys and he he talks to like towards Junior's cell and he goes uh, how are you I've been better, that's for sure, but not as bad as yesterday. What time is it out there? Uh, it's around noon. I just finished up lunch. I've been assigned to guard the, the brig for a little while. Yeah, it's. I've been. I've definitely been worse, that's for sure. There's been. Uh, there's been rumor that uh, um, some of the crew have been saying that. They were carrying the prophecy on the boat. Fuck. Tariq audibly goes, Fuck! You've <laughs> caught us red-handed! <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I know. Really? I, I don't remember that. Yeah. And again, I was just at the low I mean, index. I guess... Yeah, me, me, me and some of the boys were talking about it, and, uh... I mean... Last we had heard... They were in the north, traveling westward. I don't see why they would be sailing down the Donnemark. So we think it's just a rumor. Fair enough. You were on the ship, though. What do you... I mean, you, we stopped... Uh... I think people were just trying to save their... their skin, really. I mean, what? What, what, what? what, better, way, what better way to try to save yourself than to say the prophecy was with you? Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially now that, I mean, this is the most, uh, I mean, even even my parents think that this, uh, this prophecy is a real one. I was uh, visiting them before I was uh, assigned to the ship. So. What is Graham's reaction? There's a lot of, there's a lot of hope. Um, to be talking like that. 
he's just he's sitting doing his thing he's just showing no emotion mm-hmm. Pierre mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Pierre or Rose gonna turn to Pierre kind of quietly say as Junior and your guy are chit-chatting no I'm not gonna say womp 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 um <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of I'll roll a fast duck say Pierre mm-hmm. wanna go with our plan or you want to go with this plan I just thought of in like two seconds. <laughs> okay. Describe the plan very quickly to me. I, as part of the bandits, might be able to convince this guard to bring me to his higher-ups and tell him. I could tell the higher-ups that I know where prophecy was. the prophecy people were taken that must buy. That might buy us more time when we get to the village. I feel like this is not a good idea. Okay, good. We won't do it. <laughs> really, your parents talked about it. Hmm. Yeah. How far? There's a. Uh, there's a, a a lot of hope. But uh, they also believed um, there was there was a a, a big fake prophecy several uh, decades ago before I was even born when they were when they were young when they first met that they uh, also thought they actually met met them um, and they really thought they were real as well um, so do you have anything that'd be helpful for our situation or uh, if, if not that's all right I understand uh, wait a second he says, so are you saying that you weren't carrying the prophecy on the ship? Yeah, I need to, I'm going to roll a mental 1d2. <laughs> oh, no. Mental 1d2. Put a mental coin. Put a mental coin. Yeah, it's oh, a no, mental no, coin. No, 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 no. Alright, so. <laughs> One is Oh, no. is that a disadvantage that you gave yourself? Yes. I always forget that. We can, yeah. Is that indecisive uh, or? No, it's, no, it's... Junior it's... flips a coin. Oh. You don't have a coin to flip, though. I do have coins to flip. Oh, right, you have your bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. He asks that, and he's going to see you flip a coin. Yeah, it's fine. That's why I said a mental. Mental 1D2. Like, the figurative thing. That's not how, that's not how flipping Shut a up. coin works. Gosh. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Physics engine in my brain, flip coin. <laughs> you have to physically flip a coin. As as far as I remember, I, sorry, I was thinking if anyone resembled them, but I don't remember seeing anyone with like like doctor outfits or anything there. Nope, no one at all. So I don't think so. Pierre says, as, far as I know. Maybe we did, but it was unrecognized to me then. Quoi? Uh, mais ça, minute, puis comme 47 secondes. I'm gonna carry it. I miss, what are you doing to a carrot? What the fuck? In five minutes. My sister was asking how long to put the popcorn in the microwave because I know the exact time for like the most optimal thing. Two and minutes minute and 57 seconds. Years of practice and theory and <laughs> experimentation. No, I'm the only one who uses the microwave these oh, days. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how Anyways. It's a new microwave, so we aren't used to it. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I, I, said, I told him though, I forgot exactly what my words were. 
Yeah, um, there's nothing. On, there's no one on the ship. Even if it's finishing. Yeah, as far as memory serves, there's no one that resembles them that I can think of. Yeah, I guess they really are lying. And he just continues to sip at the mystery steaming liquid in his cup. He's holding a little. He's holding the cup on the little plate as well. See, like this is this plate. is this is my internal monologue to myself right now. The problem is we already have an escape plan now. If we try to modify it to have like him help us, it could be useful, but also it could mess it all up. <laughs> Other Even characters though, can't talk to you about it right now. I know. So I know. I'm talking to myself right now. Yeah. I'm. I'm technically saying that so they that can, they, they don't can like hear the conversation. But yeah. But. Yeah. All I know is right now Tariq is really regretting <sighs> saying that he wouldn't worry about it and do it later when it was brought up that his ears are still visible. There was a conversation between Jack and I when I was getting the mask that was like, well, your hair's still there. And I was like, yeah, but like, who's going to notice that? <laughs> now I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, fair enough. Are we stopping by Penn, right? Uh, no, we already passed it. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's noon. We didn't okay. even take a stop. Uh, it really must be in a hurry. Yeah, well, I mean, is this is the captain's first big mission. Uh, uh, he wants success. I can't ask him for weapons. I'm talking to myself here. I can't ask him for weapons because that wouldn't that would give him the impression that we are trying to escape. I can't ask him where the weapons are because that would also give us, him the impression that we are, have a plan to escape. I'm going to ask him. How long do you think we will arrive at our next de- destination? Uh, you mean Blyson? Yes. Say less than a week. With the, with the pace that we're on and with the wind we've caught. And the current. Alright. Would you do me a favor, my young guy? Would you be able to come and notify us when we are about to arrive? Perhaps. I think it would be nice to have some final moments of peace before we leave the ship. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I, I guess I can do that. I mean, no promises. I can't always be down here. Like, I can only really be down here when I'm assigned to be down here, or if I have free time, but, you know, we're not really as supposed to... As soon as you can. It's Next suspicious time. for a guard to come down to the brig on his free time. Mm-hmm. Anyone, um, anyone want to say anything else to the guard? I was going to ask. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. You go. You can ask your thing. I, I uh, Susie first to Jack. Okay. I'm trying to figure um, out how to word it. I don't really have a skill for this, so feel free to say no. But no. Talking about his parents and referencing the prophecy. Did was there an that he was pro or con based on his pa- parents' conversation? Like, was it like a oh this deal, or was it like a oh this like 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 is there any sense of impression from this? Of where he might last. Pierre, do you want to roll psychology? Pierre? I rolled a four. Yeah. Oh, oh four? That was muted. Um, he sounds like... Okay, so... You're, you're listening to him. He's talking with his parents. The way he's talking about his parents, it sounds like he is close with his parents. First of all. Gay. Very close with them. I mean, as soon as he was on leave, he wasn't... He wasn't it didn't sound like he was you know, like <laughs> drinking or, or, or like or like um, you know going to a brothel or or doing any other work or anything. It sounds like by the way he was talking about it, he immediately went and visited with, uh, with his parents. He's not living on his own or anything. 
Um, sounds close to them. Sounds like he care. He cares about them and respects them. Second of all, sounds like they love the prophecy and adore it and adore the God Emperor <laughs> and trying to bring him back. Hence, that influence has probably you know that that or, or that perspective has probably influenced his own perspective on it. And just listening from how he's he was talking about it, he specifically described that there's lots of hope right now about the prophecy because this is uh, the most. Um, like buzz there's been about uh, the prophecy since uh, the one the last one um the last big one that his parents had met and um so in conclusion yes he sounds like he is pro prophecy can i convey that um yeah to uh the party sorry i have a massive headache um, right now. I don't you could convey it to Tariq and roke i'm going to tell roke and Tariq that i think he's really pro uh prophecy and then we may stand better odds if we tell him the truth secretly though yeah. don't t like say it out yeah, loud to be more specific he's not necessarily like super devoted or like he's not like a crazy fanboy stan like father prophecy stan mm -hmm. but he is certainly pro prophecy and pro madhari and whatnot <coughs> okay i think that what i really needed out of this was Tariq won't reveal anything but should wrong there this is possibly someone to look to should things get revealed, this might be a resource. I guess was really just kind of the main goal of that question. Yeah, Junior is avoiding do, do, do you revealing anything and, because she doesn't know. She doesn't know his do you and Roke and Pierre want to want to talk about this? Yeah, you three would be be Pierre, Roke, and Tariq. I'm gonna want to talk while Tariq's not gonna want to talk while the guards near just because of accent stuff. Like Tariq. You guys are not there now. I think if we tell the god now that we are in the prophecy, we stand more to gain than if we were to not. Do you believe he would help us? If anyone here would, I, I think he would. I, I think if you want a good shot at getting your rapier, we tell this man we're in the prophecy. We need a, th a couple things. To get out of here, he will turn to his blind eye and maybe also get your rapier. I you just have to be very informative with this knowledge we have and try to get as much material and supply, specifically Rook's rapier, uh, as we can. We have to take advantage of this. We can't let this one you know, chest piece that we have in this whole thing, other than the key, disappear into the wind. I can't say it doesn't scare me, but the sharing of this information and confirming it should he not believe it the worst thing that can happen is he doesn't believe us and doesn't do anything about it yeah so Tariq isn't going to be the one to say it but should he not believe it Tariq will show show and tell perfect <laughs> hey <laughs> I'm black <laughs> <laughs> hey I'm western hey I'm southern hey I'm northern but I'll let I'll let Pierre Rogue handle this one. They're the uh... is Junior still is Junior still talking to the guard? Yes. I'm gonna pipe down until she finishes talking. No, no, no like it's just like chit chat. Yeah, you're, you're like good. just pauses in between. All right. That's what I meant. Pierre uh, kind of knocks on the the the, the steel uh, bar casing on like the door to like get the guard's attention. Uh huh. Uh, he, he turns and looks at you for a second, and, and then and then looks at Wayne and goes, "Yeah." Um, I spoil that it's tea. Could you, could you remind oh, no. me of your name again, good sir? 
uh, 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 Jacob. Jacob. And, and you? I guess I, I realize I don't really know your names. Lovely to meet you. My name's Pierre. That beside me is Tariq. And over there on the other side of the corner is Roke. He turns to you and says, You have a strange accent for a northerner. Ha. <laughs> because I'm not a northerner. In fact, I was born in Penwright, um, on the east side. There's something I'm about to tell you that you're not going to believe at first. I just need you to bear with me until I finish talking. You understand? Okay. I'm not sure what my friend Junior has been telling you. I've been gazing in and out and, and having conversations on this end, but us five, although we were members of the of the ship, not the bandit parade, that wasn't all we were. In fact, we were the cargo on that ship. We were being escorted. Us five were all from different places in Eslandry. I'm from the east. The big man in there with the who wore the uh, the the big armor and the halberd, he's from the north. I'm sure you caught his accent was perfectly aligning with Junia's story. Junia in there, she's has a western accent. She's from the west. Um and my friend here, Tariq, uh, that name already might sound a bit odd. Well, he, he is sweating so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not as Londrian. He's Westerland. And Rogue is South. So, I don't know if you know, uh, I don't know if that's already putting the pieces together for you, but let me tell you this very quietly. We have been traveling ever since the Grey Wolf Tavern, and we've made it very close. And this is the first part where I'm genuinely worried we won't make it. But fortunately, the gods put you here. You, of all people, you from your line and your blood, have landed right where you needed to be. And fortunately, you've ended up right where I need you to be. We need you to be. And I need you to believe me when I say we are the prophecy of uh, God Emperor Madhari. And I desperately ask of you and beg to aid us in finishing our journey. Uh, well, well, after he's done saying that, Gina has a little sigh and says, I'm sorry for lying. I didn't want to take any risks. So the entire time he's looking straight ahead and you see he is unblinking. As he's just he's holding he's holding his um uh uh his his cup of liquid that may or may not be tea. Um Pierre roll diplomacy with an unknown modifier. <laughs> the, the modifier is like Tell me what your diplomacy seven. level though is. It's like, no. Uh off by one. I have a level twelve, I rolled a thirteen. Um He's staring he's staring forward and you say this. And he wordlessly walks down the hallway, his boots clinking on the wood, as he oh, walks shit. to the stairs and walks up the stairs, oh, no. up into the oh, ship. No. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. We weren't able to get in the part about the assassins. Okay. Worry. We don't, we don't know if, if it's bad news. And if, if, he's, if, he, <coughs> if he takes too long or, or we start to change our judgment, we have our key right here. 
we can take our chance and we can immediately fight our way out of here. Me and Graham are strong enough to put up a good fight, and if push came to shove, I don't mind unlocking those bandits and throwing them to the wolves. Right now, we play the waiting game, gentlemen. Just try to keep <sighs> resting, and I need you all in best health, and I need someone to remain healthy enough to help Tariq when we hit water. You guys hear uh, some commotion down at the other end of the hallway as you hear, Hey! Hey! And uh, you, you, you recognize it's the same voice that called out earlier. Um... Uh, asking for food. I got pissed on. Oh, yes. No, he's not calling out to you. Um, <laughs> he's no, like down no, at the end of the hallway. Oh, okay. Um, he was he, he and he's calling out, and you, anyone who looks who who bothers to look, sees that um, the same guard that's now wearing that's now identified with the pink piece of fabric hanging off of his uh like belt, uh, is standing near the cell. And you, you see, like, as he walks by, he's being called over by the same guy. And he walks over, uh, the guard walks over and goes, Come back for more, eh? And, and you hear him go, No, this time we're feeding you. And you you don't see where it comes from, but you just hear, like, uh, 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 the sound of, like, some sludge slodging against his face as a mixture of piss and shit is thrown into his face. And, like, and, like all over the chest of his armor, presumably from their bucket. The guard is covered, and you see him wipe his his uh, his uh, mouth and oh. then face with. Uh, he, you actually, you see, he reaches down and he picks. He takes out the pink piece of fabric and uses it to wipe his face. Um, uh, and looks at him and goes, "That's a shame." And you see, he tosses it to the ground, and you see, he uh, he 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 stares at him angrily and goes, "You're gonna regret that." And you see, he reaches down for his belt. To where no. his key was, no. <laughs> and he starts patting his belt, and he looks down frantically, uh, right. patting where again. the key was, uh. and he starts looking around. And he goes, and he and he, he he stands there, and he just he he feigns a smile and goes, and then just wordlessly quickly turns and walks toward the staircase and goes up the stairs. Worst case scenario, they have to open the cell to get to us. What? <laughs> All is happening wrong. <laughs> Let's set an oil file and break out of here. Yeah, if they ever if they ever come in the cell to kill you guys, you can just throw. You can just set the cell on fire. <laughs> the outside of it, and then you just go for the trap. That's Plan Z. Door. Plan yeah. Z. I got yeah. I got the plan set from A to Z. <laughs> Z's the most diabolical. All right. Okay. So you guys are waiting around. Hours pass. Hours. At least it feels like hours. You're just sitting around with nothing to do. And um, eventually, Jacob the guard returns down the stairs. And you see he frantically approaches. And he, he, he approaches and leans in and says... Uh, uh, he, he, he leans in, or he, he frankly approaches to like the the space in between the cells that he was standing before, and stands there again. And he leans towards the cell of Pierre and Tariq and Roque and says, "Look, I've um, and it's felt like at least like three hours have passed." Uh, and and he, he leans in and goes, "Look, I, it's, I know what you're doing is more important than me, and that." It's greater than me. So I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help you. 
You're a wonderful man. Truly. Uh, no, I can let out no a sigh words, No words can describe how helpful and how grateful we are for you. I only have the... The, I only have the key for the cell, for 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 the cell with the. He turns and looks. Well, what's your name? He turns to Junior. Name's Junior. I only have the key for the cell to Junior. Each guard only has a key assigned to one cell. Oh, shit. Pierre exposes the key that uh, he's uh, that uh, Tariq stole off the guard. This does not go to our cell. Um, I I don't know. Try it. And it, it, we have not had a guard that. I mean, yeah, I'll try. No, he did you, say you, that he wanted to get in there. So. You try, and it does not fit to the cell. Uh, it does not fit to the lock. I'm gonna oh. pocket the key. Um, all right, new plan. There, he, he he leans in and goes. There's two copies of each key. Each guard usually only carries one key for, 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 or a couple keys for just a few of the cells. Or is assigned a few of the cells to watch over and have access to. He turns to you and says, I have an idea for how to get your key. If one of you spat on me right now, so that all the other guards saw, and I, I could go up and ask for the key to your cell to discipline you. But then I would get the key. I would have to return it, so... Hmm. And that's when we swap keys. Yeah, well, that's when you can use the big key. Okay. <laughs> he hands the key back. Okay, it might work. <clears throat> I might... If I do this, though, I will need to... I will need to discipline you. Pierre looks at himself in his healthy condition compared to Roke and Treek. Let me spit on you and <laughs> take, take, take all you want out on me. I'm all right. I'll be fine. Are you sure, Pierre? I'd rather it be me than you two. You two are in horrible shape right now. Also, I don't buy that in your condition. They, uh, Jacob would even reasonably bother with beating you to a pulp. Well, you guys are still, like, struggling to stand and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially to read your right leg is bad. Yeah, my leg's yeah. fucked. At least I can grab shit. Just one more thing, if before we do this, do you um, where do you keep confiscated items? Um, I I don't really know, but I can find out. Do you do you need anything? Ideally, yes. There's a uh, a very important rapier that belongs to one of us that we need, and it's small okay. enough to hide, so it's not a big deal if uh to to conceal in in cell out of cell. Uh, I can look for it in case. Is there any like? Uh, s signifying features in case there's multiple rapiers. And hilt is a bright blue color. Okay. God, that's so obvious. Something else might be worth noting. I don't know if it mention it is in my bag. There is Westerling clothing <laughs> and items. Signal that we are here. They haven't been noticed yet. Those could be a problem if um, they are rummaged did, through. Was it, weren't the bags left on the ship? You Were the bags know. left on the ship? You don't yes. know. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, that... If they haven't been found already, I do have Westerling things in my bag that... If anyone can... Different culture, that could be... A very clear sign that we are here. I'll, I'll go look for the rapier now, and I'll return. 
and he yeah he 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 returns the key to you, and then he he heads up upstairs. And uh, as he's leaving, one of the guards um, like walks up and stops him. He goes like, uh, "Jacob, you just left. You can't like 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 what's going on, buddy?" And he looks at him and goes, "A man's got a shit, but a man's got a shit." And shrugs and smiles. And then and and uh, uh, the guard that put like had put his hand on his chest just like just looks down and kind of laughs and like, "All right," and lets him up. And Jacob walks past him and goes up the stairs. It feels like it's been at, uh, at least half an hour, if not an hour, since he left. He left for an hour. Fuck. But you really have no idea how long it's been. He comes back down, and the guy walks up to him, and is like, Hey, Jacob, that's a... Uh, sounds like you are. It seems like you're having a rough time up there. I was like, you were gone for a while. And Jacob just nervously laughs. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. And, like, bumps him on the shoulder. And, uh, um, walks back to his post that he's been standing at between your two cells. And you see, um, he's carrying... Well... <laughs> he's carrying like a wrapped long piece of cloth as he walks up to the cell and he slides the cloth through one of the like one of the slots like in the cell like with the bars does someone please someone someone other than me narrate something talk okay Roke steps or kind of moves forward a bit and grabs the cloth and Brings it to the back of the cell and begins to unwrap it. What does he and, find? You unwrap it. Inside is a long turd. No, um, <laughs> you, really see, hurt. you see Fjall Raven lying in the uh, in the cloth. Do you have a reference image for Fjall Raven? Actually, no. I haven't thought about that. Okay. If you it's find like one a... or make one or something, yeah, you can send it. If you want to describe it to them. Go ahead, exactly. It's what like it looks a like. rapier, but like the blue, uh, the hilt is like a very bright blue. It's like very shiny, and then the blade is just kind of like a normal. It has kind of like a blue tint to it. Mm. Okay. And I kind of just uh, roke. It certainly looks different from a normal rapier. His shoulder, as he unwraps it and sees what it is. Like just looking at it, you can tell that it's sharper, and there's just something about it. It just emanates like this is something unique. This is something different. You can just feel it in your bones when you look at it. That it's something special. He gets flash sword and is very sad. <laughs> Where'd you lose that again? I lost it when they took my weapons. Oh, okay. Yo, you see you had it. Yeah, yeah. that's never coming back. <laughs> Still so... Getting a weapon was too dangerous. Jacob then begins to start patrolling in front of the cells, slowly, slowly walking, like dramatically slowly, like walking in between the cells, one foot in one of the other. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spit at him, like, uh, very viciously. So you, you're, he's patrolling in front of the cell. So you call out to him, and spit on his, uh, spit on his boot, and he turns to you, and um, uh, he he turns to you and 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 scowls and goes. Filthy bandit! I'll show you for doing that. And he he storms uh, uh, towards the stairs, and he makes this whole like dramatic scene of it, like like yelling it really loud to make sure all the guards are paying attention. Um, and he like he he uh, he walks over to one of the other guards and like taps him on like taps him on the back and like leans in and whispers to him, and then walks up up the stairs. And then a few minutes, um, like a, uh, two minutes go by, and he returns back down the stairs um, while you're while you're all just sitting here like waiting anxiously, and he returns to the cell. Uh, and inserts the key. Uh, he, 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 so he walks over. A guard comes uh, uh, towards the cell with him. 
he approaches the cell uh, with the guard that he had patted earlier, um, and uh, takes the key, unlocks the cell door, opens it, and st stands in and unsheathes his sword and points it, um, uh, points it at at the three of you, mainly at at Pierre because the broken Tariq are on the ground, still reeling in pain. And he points it at Pierre, um, and slowly like uh, like walks forward, pointing uh, the the tip of the blade like towards Pierre's neck. Backing Pierre up into the wall, and then he 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 pulls the sword back and 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 uh, he charges forward and slams the the butt of the sword like into your gut, like right into your abdomen, and mm. knocks the wind out of you. Um, you receive one damage. It's funny because it's not a lot, but it would put multiple of us down. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, he he like he slams the butt of the uh, and you can feel it like. Like uh, like squish into your abdomen and, and like into your your like abdominal muscles as you like uh, like squeeze against the wall as he like shoves it um shoves the butt of the uh, or the hilt of the sword into you uh with a significant amount of force and leaves you like gasping for air like holding against the wall like trying to maintain standing and then he spits he spits on your shoe and um uh I swap the keys while this is happening. Oh. You see, you see, he he is he he has dropped the key on the floor in the in the oh, commotion, okay. and Perfect. um, yeah, he's dropped the key on the floor, and he sp he spits on Pierre's shoe, and now he's standing looking at Pierre, like looking Pierre in the eyes. Can we swap the keys on the floor? How about this? Roll. Um, oh no, no, no. Uh, it's sleight of hand. Wait, I have, um, I have stealth and pickpocket. Pickpocket minus one. You're rolling filch. The default is pickpocket minus four, but because he's distracted, you have a plus three. And I have a minus one because of nightmare, so I have to roll for an eight. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give you plus five because they're very distracted. Okay, he mm -hmm. would have gotten newest. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that was a lucky roll. Because <laughs> even mm -hmm. then, ten is a 50-50. <laughs> Yeah. Um you're like lying on the floor near near Pierre while this is happening and when he drops the key down, you swap the keys. Mm -hmm. And he when he's standing at Pierre, he look he he glances down um um and and and, and sees you do this. And he he stares at him again and says, "Think twice before you spit on one of us." Filthy bandit. And then he uh, he he bends down quickly and picks up the key and then gives Pierre one one more like stern look and then turns and leaves uh leaves the cell, closes the door puts the key in and like really covers it like with his body and his hand and pretends to lock it. And oh, then, so our cell's unlocked. And then um, that. Uh, uh, takes the key and leaves. What <sighs> <But> now? Bye-bye, <laughs> ship. Bye-bye, ocean. Do we just wait till night? So you're waiting... Um, okay, so you're waiting till nightfall. Okay, so many, many hours pass until... The guards put the, the torches and like lanterns uh, on the wall. They like they put them out, like their own torches, and start uh, patrolling um, with their own torches. There's like four guards out, uh, presumably at night, including Jacob is here. Oh, that's lucky. Actually, there's five. There's four guards and there's Jacob. And Jacob's he's sort of he's patrolling the guards when they're walking. They occasionally like hold the torch up to the cells to like look inside the cell. And then walk by. He's been patrolling in front of your cell, just back and forth, like 
kind of keeping it as his territory, so none of the other guards are really approaching you guys. <laughs> that guy's fucked after after we escape. I feel so bad for him. Oh yeah, no, he's fucking. So where are the guards other than Jacob? Because I can get an idea. Um, dispersed throughout the um the hallway. There's two at the far end of the hallway near. Well, oh, there's four. Um, yeah, there's two to the left of you. Um, one at the far end of the hallway by the stairs. And the, I mean, would you like me to open up paint and, and, and draw? No, I can do this with theater. My, I just want to know yardage. How far are they from like to the left of Junia's cell and then to the right of ours? Um. Also, where is the hatch in coordination from our cell? That would be helpful to know. One guard is around 20 yards away. To the right um, of my cell to or to the, the left of Junia's? To the left and to the right. Okay, okay. And then another guard is 40 yards away, 40 to 50 yards away, to the left and to the right. Okay. And then Jacob's kind of in the middle, where you guys are. When, when we get out of the cell, I'm going to leave Wardstone behind. And I will... I can carry Tariq and throw him through the slot and jump in after and help him swim. <coughs> and bring him to shore. Uh, beyond that, I, I think maybe in terms of order of, of jumping out... I, I don't know if it really matters. I think maybe Roke first. Roke's arms are crippled, huh? Mm -hmm. I can probably keep it makes, surface. You don't feel very eyes. confident in your ability to swim, Roke. You can't yeah, really I, use actually, your Actually, I do want to say... Wait, you also huh. did swim, team. Wait, you also did swim, Jack. No, yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. Like, you can swim with just your legs. Yeah, like, in I a, could trim water raging... for, like, ten minutes with just my legs. Like... I think... But it would be very hard to swim a hundred yards through a, a, a river. What's that? Three hundred feet? Yeah, that's true. And to, uh, you, you see Graham slowly on un, like unclasp all the buckles to his to his chest plate and take it off. And I'm gonna help him take it off so he doesn't make a sound. He doesn't want any help. You walk up and he puts his hand yeah, no, and he goes, "No, no, no, no." He's just gonna fall and make it. Oh, no. It's so sad. He's asleep behind his armor. And he slowly he, he he sets it he sets it on the ground and he's on his knees and he looks down on it and he says and he he looks down, and you can't really see him in the darkness, Junior, but you can you hear him say, "Every day that passes, the memory of House Honored is lost more and more." And then he uh, he stands up and he he turns he uh, you hear him stand and say, "Okay, I'm ready to go when you are." <clears throat> uh, I motion. Right. I motion to Jacob. Um, I'll like try to like grab at, like grab towards him, and then like point to the gate, uh, to the cell mm -hmm. next to us. Okay. He he sees your hand poke out, uh, like out of the cell, and and point towards Junior's cell and pull back. And you see him look up, and you see a sorrowful look in his eyes, and you see like you see like his skin turns pale, and you can just tell his heart is pumping. He is he's afraid. And he closes his eyes and, and lowers his head for a second, like in a, in like a sorrowful, like dignified nod. And then walks up to the cell. The Junior's cell. And, and 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 moves the torch over to his left hand and reaches down and unbuckles the key. Junior and Graham, you're standing at the <laughs> gate at the ready. He inserts the key and opens the lock and quickly opens it and go and whispers, Go, go, go. No. And our cell's unlocked, right? It was never relocked. Yeah. yeah, your cell's unlocked. You can just open the door. So, it was it was Roke first, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, Roke. 
Do you know what the stealth skill is? Because I don't... Do you have it? Nope. Cool. Um, gonna, it's the door it's, open. I'm just going to jump right through. <laughs> you want me to pull up? It's a DX average, so that means it's DX5 or IQ5. Yeah. Um, what's higher, your DX or IQ, Ben? DX. Okay. Roll... Um, dexterity minus three. I missed by six. It's yeah. Oh, what's your great start? <sighs> Roke great immediately start. starts immediately starts darting towards the uh, uh towards the, uh, the the slit, and um is like at a, is beyond speed walking, and his his uh, footwear is. Making noise on on the uh, on the on the wooden planks as he darts towards it and dies out of the slit into the into whatever awaits outside. You guys are actually just beached on land. You're stuck and you <laughs> slap against rocks. Do we hear um, a splash? Like, is it water? No, you don't know. Okay. You do hear, you do hear water outside of the boat, and the boat is like creaking and rocking. Yeah, you just you see him wordlessly jump out of the slit, and you hear a "What was that?" as as the guard to the right turns with his torch and starts aggressively walking towards as you guys are running out. Who is next yeah. in the order? Me. Okay, roll uh, IQ minus five. Bet. Unless right. he somehow got thirteen de dexterity. Oh, sorry, minus. Uh, well, he actually would be minus. Since he's alerted, yeah, minus minus five. Minus five. Okay. Minus four. Minus four. So that's a nine. Uh, six out of nine. Six out of three. Dear silently, he he saw how fast Roke went, and you're going a, a lot slower to make sure that, in, and really emphasizing on your feet being uh, as quiet as possible. You make a few creaks in the uh, <laughs> like the wood uh, naturally creaks. From you walking on it like the wooden planks but it, it, it blends in with the creaking of the wood all around as the boat is playing with the current and you silently dive out with your bag in hand i think it was Tariq next right it's junia oh yeah Tariq's last with yeah okay junia what? roll oh yeah right. minus four no i have the sneak skill oh you have stealth roll stealth yeah stealth I succeed. Junia is silent Five. as a silent as a shadow, as he as as she ducks low, darts silently and quickly, like a like a serpent in the grass, to the uh, to the to the to the slit to like the flap and opens it up and dives out silently. I have Tariq, fairly good stealth. <laughs> I yeah, what? Graham is carrying you though. Oh, okay, we're not okay. I'm not even walking out. Okay. The last two are just you, going you, in. You limp out, and Graham walks over. And deftly uh, 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 takes both of his hands. Um, and just swoops you up as if you weigh nothing. And and he... he okay. uh, ooh. Jack's like, actually, let me roll. <laughs> and he, 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 he darts over to the, uh, to the slit in the wall. When he gets there, you hear a, hey, hey, and, and you see that the, the man who's been walking over is now around 10 yards away, and he starts sprinting oh, over as fast as he can, 
and oh, he no. he's and all you hear is the hey hey and you hear the stomps of the footsteps as he's getting closer as you see the light getting closer and closer of his torch and you feel yourself thrown out of the slit and begin to fall okay and we wait for um, <laughs> Jacob then runs past Graham and go and and he uh actually no the man's so far away Jacob's all good at least as far as you know. <laughs> the man approaches, but cannot get there in time as Graham fits through the slit and falls out. So as all of you fall, you're falling and falling in silence as you hear, you can just feel and hear the cold of the water. You know, like, at, at, like just instants before you land in, land in the water, you can feel like little droplets of freezing water ping against your skin from like the, the current crashing against itself. Um, and then you, you all, each of you crash one by one into the waves and you're, you, you, you're instantly, um, sink into the depths of the Donnamark, uh, you know, in, 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 into the, the empty black abyss that is this, uh, this river, the water is freezing cold at night. Um,